0: the pure fandom podcast geek out about all things tv movies and fandom join the community at purefandom.com and join in on the conversation on twitter at pure underscore fandom listen to other pure fandom podcasts on itunes and soundcloud Greetings listeners. Welcome back to the Pure Fandom podcast. I am one of your hosts Liz Pru, joined by my wonderful co-host Meg Bonnie. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Um, This is our second podcast back since being on a long hiatus from recapping Wolfpack. I remember the name of it now. Uh Oh, Uh -oh, Wolfpack of our queen SMG. Um, If it does come back, of course, we will watch. Um, but I know it's, it was, I, I, I will watch till the end for her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thoughts on that, you know, mid, is that what the kids say? Mid? Probably
1: not anymore. They probably once said it
0: okay. at, at some
1: point, but yes, it okay. was, it was a little, the story and the mystery was cool, but yeah,
0: mid, but yeah. You know what? Um. So, well, I guess we can do this as part of like a recap. And if you're new here um, or if you're just jumping back in because you got that alert from subscribing to us from either, you know, Roswell, CW or any of our other podcasts we've done over the several years. um, This is this Pure Phantom podcast. We're going to be talking about all things pop culture um, as it relates to TV, movies and music. Um, a little roundup of what we're watching, what we recommend you should watch, because we've been we've been doing this a while. Okay, we're mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're old. I'm just saying we know what's going on. We're in
1: in the know. Hell, oh, I'll say it. We're old, but you know okay. what? We're wise. Is what we are.
0: <laughs> That's right. We will do the research. We've done the research for you mm-hmm. on what you on what you should shouldn't watch, all, all that fun stuff. And then we thought we'd we'd add a little spice, and assign each other. Something to watch or listen to each week that we know the other has not watched or been watching, and you you said it really good last week, Meg, when you were like, "What was the Venn
1: diagram metaphor?" So you used? Our Venn diagram. There's a lot of stuff in the middle of our Venn diagram, like so much, but then the stuff that isn't is so like far from each other. We're yeah. gonna try to make it more of a circle. We're trying to push the Venn diagram to more of a circle, just for funsies.
0: Yeah, or just to entertain
1: each yes. other or like, you. no judgment. No. Just fun.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Never friends never judge. Um, mm-hmm. pure fandom never judges. Uh, but they, there actually might be some judging on this podcast, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> so for a recap of of what's going on, so to go quickly back to Sarah Michelle Geller, um, did you see that there is a podcast produced by um Oh, hold on, Tara, 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 yes, from Buffy? Buffy, yes, yes. Um, a it's continuing the Buffy story, produced mm-hmm. by her. Charisma Carpenter is in it. Um, James Marsters, yes. Emma Caulfield. Um, yeah, it looks. It, what is it called? Slayers, a Buffy
1: verse story. I'm so interested in exactly when this takes place because obviously like they could do a continuation of the show, but if you're like a comic book reader, like I write and like, I read, I'm also reading um, Kendara Blake's books. It's next generation or in the next generation. I should probably like look at that title again, but she's got two Buffy verse books that are Willow's daughter and like spikes in it. And it's like the future, like the present, but like, You know, if you're thinking from the show's timeline, it's, like, the future line of Slayers and, like, how that all is going down. And -hmm. they're super, super good. And as far as I know, they're canon. So I'm really curious, like, when this takes place because Spike also has, like, a whole crazy arc in the Buffy comics and then, like, his own, like, just Spike-centric comic books. And then he is even in, like, if you were an angel watcher, he's in the Faith and Angel comics that Mm -hmm. take place after the Angel show like see guys real old and real nerdy. So we know the stuff. We so know crazy. the stuff. When, you know? Like when well, this-
0: I pulled up the article on Entertainment Weekly to mm-hmm. see if they say, and they do say, um so it's hosted on Audible, Slayers, a Buffyverse story, an original, an audio original set, and I quote the article here, 10 years after the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series finale and featuring the return of James Marsters, Chris McCarpenter, Anthony Head, Juliet Lando, um, Emma Caulfield, Ford, Amber Benson, James Charles Leary, and Danny Strong, as well as newcomer Laya DeLeon La- De Hayes. Um, And in the exclusive excerpt that you can get on EW.com, it's from the premiere episode. uh, Spike narrates and introduces the new story by revealing he's back to his evil ways. What? Yeah. So it says, um, Spike says, here's an excerpt. um, Evil, evil Spike, bad Spike, down boy, Spike says, got a reputation for a while as a good doggy coming wherever the slayer called. But those days are over. Took a lot of hard work to repair my image, but I'm back, baby. William, the bloody, bloody. And the forces of darkness, well, they need a little old spike, don't they?
1: Oh, my God. Audible, call Liz. Call Liz and put her in this damn Audible show because that was awesome. Thank it was you. such a
0: terrible British accent. But, but yeah, bye, so boy, it was like Austin Powers. It was That's very not-
1: Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Nope. But I'm so confused because now I have to look up like exactly when the book takes place because in the books, like if we're not even looking at the comics, which happen, the comics happened directly after the show. So I feel like I don't really know how that works timeline wise. But the books, it's gonna be at least like seventeen, 20 years after the show. So maybe that works because he's a um he's a like in the the like go watcher person. like he's part of that. Like he's like the Giles.
0: Well, so now this is saying, I don't know. This might be, it looks like it's in another reality.
1: Okay. So, I'll accept that. I'll take the story wherever I can get it. I just wanted to see like how it fits in with everything. So
0: it says that um, as Spike has gone deep undercover in LA, convincing the forces of darkness that he's back to his evil ways. But when oh. his cover is compromised by 16 year old Indira Nunally, Hayes, Spike finds himself on baby Slayer sitting duty once more. While he attempts to track down a Watcher for his eager new protege, their paths collide with the veteran Slayer of a parallel reality where Buffy never existed. Okay, so that-
1: Interesting.
0: Okay, okay, so someone comes from another reality.
1: I don't know. Yeah, because he's a Watcher in, not in LA, but like on the West Coast, like he's a Watcher for a new Slayer and in these in the book series that are currently like one of them just got published this year so like i wonder if it's like connected to that somehow what are those
0: okay. called because i have all the i have like the first couple seasons of the comics so, yeah um, these are
1: like these are not comics these are just novels and it's like in each generation i think was the first one let me look at it up. Have and you like downstairs. them I love them. I just got the second book, but I'm like reading this woodland creature murder mystery, which sounds really weird, but it's so cute. Ooh. They're all like woodland creatures, but there's like a murder. but she's like a fox and like her boyfriend's yep. a bear and like, what? I love it. Just don't think about it too hard when there's romance and you'll be good. You'll be all set. Okay. Okay. Let's see. What are these books called? In Every Generation. And then the next one is called one girl in all the world. So that one just came out. The first one is in, in every generation. Okay, They're we'll really put
0: good. We'll start putting in the if you're on purefanof.com listening to this, um mm-hmm. we'll put the those recommendations in the article so that way you you have those to reference too. Yeah. Um on the topic of vampires, so okay, so we have that podcast. There's the book series you just mentioned. Um I started I think I told you I finally downloaded the Libby app Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've been reading a lot more and I when I was in Charleston this summer I saw um, in a really really cute bookshop which by the way this bookshop you know how I am with my side notes this bookshop had a whole row um, or like you know a whole stand and it was books that were covered with paper bags like when we were in high school and you would cover your book. Mm-hmm. And it was a mystery book, but it would have like bullet points on what it was about. Like blind date, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like a blind book date
0: book. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. So I got one of those. Um, but I saw in that book shop, The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll put it in my queue in my Libby app and if it, you know, pops up, I'll read it. It popped up. I am like flying through it and you would love, have you read it? I've heard of
1: that book, but no, I have not read it.
0: Her, the author's forward in the beginning is so sweet. She talks about, um, I forget which other book she wrote, but it was like more, you know, uh, younger fighting evil type deal. And she wanted to write something about moms and it's all these moms in this book club that are like stressed about like making lunches for their kids. And it's based in like the early nineties. And so they have like no help and they're like super stressed. And then she's also getting attacked by vampires. And she's like, I think this would like, if anyone could multitask their life and take down a vampire, like it's a, a middle-aged mother that's trying to just get through the day. And I was like, this is hilarious. It's so exactly. funny. Um. So yeah, I think you would like it. It's like a, I mean, you would probably read it in, like, a weekend.
1: Hang on. It's good. It's good. I definitely heard of it. like when, Mm -hmm. um, And I've heard of, like, that it was, um, like, a middle-aged mom. I didn't realize it was, like, a a group of them. Yeah, it's a group of them. She's got, like, her own little Scooby gang. Yes, and it's so
0: funny. Like, you know, there's the mom that's, like, has more than three kids, so her house is a mess. She's, like, given up. Then there's the mom whose house, like, cannot – it, like, it looks like it's never been touched. Like it's completely clean. Then, you know, there's the other mom whose husband, cause they read about, um, it's like a true cl- true crime club. Cause they don't want to read like, they're like, we want to read like murder, smut, you know, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the one mom, her husband thinks she's at Bible study every month. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they've been in this book club for like three years. It's really funny. Oh, that's I think
1: funny. it's I a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Good kid. Yeah, I'm still I'm reading um I forget what the third book is called, but it's the Shady Hollow series and it's Woodland Creatures Murder Mystery. It's so cute. There's another book coming out and I don't know the date of it, but I will I'll find out and I'll put it in um in our post for this. It it's just I don't know, it's really good because they're all like interconnected and it's cool because they're like animal power, like their animal, like natural animal abilities kind of feel Mm -hmm. like superpowers as they're trying to solve these this murder and it's really interesting and like it's so cozy because you know they always wrap it up and yeah you can just like power through it but it's like the perfect little fall read because it's like you know cozy little animals in there yes at an apple orchard and there's murder and it's good i love it yeah i love it murder i love it murder
0: i know we're both reading it's (laughs) tis the season we're reading murder you know murder mysteries of of all kinds
1: of all kinds um what are are you watching loki is the question yes loki season 2 on disney plus um mm-hmm. had the first episode and then the second episode will be out this week so they already ha- they aired one i thought it was really good full disclosure i fell asleep because i was really tired i had to rewatch <laughs> it so like i watched it in kind of segments because i was trying like I was fighting it so i would like wake back up and pretend I was paying attention to my husband. And then he'd be like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." he's so nice. He wouldn't ever tell me like, you're literally falling asleep this whole time. (laughs) We rewatched it. He caught even Uh more stuff. So he's like, no, this was like really good. But are you, are you watching it? Did you watch the first season?
0: Oh yeah. I love the first season. Mm -hmm. I I think it's the best of all the. It's really good. The MCU side stories. It's just his character is just. It's so great, and the pacing is really good. Like, mm-hmm. there's something happening in every episode that seems, you know, really, like, big and explosions. Like, we're moving the plot. There's There are no, like, filler episodes, and I think it's because there... Wasn't season one the same, where it's only, like, six or seven episodes? Like, really short season, yeah. Which I appreciate. Well, it, they're well, all good. Um, I loved it, and I loved the season two premiere. I think I was some I was a little bit lost in the beginning and I figured out why. So um if you saw Quantumania, the post credit scene was him and was Loki and um Mobius. Okay. Owen Wilson, they're like in the early like 18th century, I think, or 19th century. And they're at like a magician show and the magician is revealed to be Kang and Loki just goes, that's him. Like we found him. So I had in my head because it's been so long that that was from season one. And I was like, well, hold on. Like, where is he? Like, who's, is he with his Mobius? Is he with one in another dimension? Yeah. But then it became clear that he was hopping in and out of time and that's what was going on.
1: Yes. Um, I, at least I think, right? I want to say yes in a very confident way. But okay, yeah, Okay. I think we're supposed to be a little confused. I think it's like part of, right. okay. the, of the story. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited okay. to see more of it. I love it. Me too. Me it's too. Good. I like that, he, that good. he's not so righteous. Like, you know, that main uh-huh. character, like, you know, he's about to do something wrong and he's just so very human. Yes. He can go either way at all times, like everyone. And he's not like I'm just so amazing and so good and pure, like no, like I'm gonna self-preserve and I'm going to freak out. But I also really like my friends and like you know, it's really it's fun to watch him. I like him.
0: I he's one of my favorites. Like mm-hmm. if not, might be my favorite MCU
1: yes. character. I, I like him. that they built him out more than just like he's a bad guy. Like he's just he's so fun, so fun to. Watch. Or the sidekick, you know, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um, because even in what made the last two Thor movies in particular so good was well I'm gonna say Dark World as well because it's it's about the relationship of the brothers and mm-hmm. if we didn't bake him out as much as Thor the story wouldn't have been as good
1: I just I love him he's so great hearts for Loki all day mm-hmm. um, can we get to the
0: main event oh my gosh the main event okay so um, I'm going to suggest that I give you my recap first because okay. I think I, I think the grand finale
1: <laughs> is going to be your reaction <laughs> to Housewives. Okay, so if you didn't listen to the first episode, which is fine, we still love you. Um, I gave Liz the assignment of trying to get her more into K-pop. So, like, I know she knows BTS. I'm certain you've heard Blackpink songs. They're definitely more popular in the U.S. So I wanted to give you more like bands that you maybe haven't necessarily listened to. And I started with the boy bands that I really like. And that is Stray Kids and 17. There are also some really awesome girl groups that are self-produced that I really like. Um, New Jeans is like a newer one. They're younger. They use like synth which I love and I feel like you'd like that too because it just gives me like such like 90s, 2000s vibes, mm-hmm. which they call Y2K and they make it like a fashion choice and it makes me feel like I'm fucking 100 years old, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Still love it. And then um, the other girl group I really like is g Idol. They're okay. just like, I don't know, they're just like really empowering and like their songs and they're just kind of like girl bossy vibes, which I hate that term, but that's the only thing I could think of in this very moment. I'm so sorry. But yes, I okay. love them. Okay. Okay. So the videos that I gave you for straight kids were social path and S class, right? Just knocked up from my microphone. That's how excited I am for this. <laughs> K-pop. Yes. Yes. And then seventeen, I gave you super, and I didn't mm-hmm. give you any context. But I'll tell you really quick before you tell me your reaction. Yes. Super is sort of based on Dragon Ball because the producer writer Woozy who's the one who had like his hair in his face and they like throw him towards the end. And if you watch to the video, like they kind of throw him towards the end and he's like the, ah, right. the finale, if you will. That's Woozy. And he's the producer and he usually writes a lot of songs. Huge Dragon Ball fan. And then S-Class, which is the Stray Kids, that is their most recent album, Five Star. That was the title track or not like the, the lead track from that. And then Social Path, is also Stray Kids, but that is from their Japanese album. So they're a Korean band, but they released a Japanese album because K-pop is huge in Japan, also. Okay. And Social Path is mostly in English, but then that the woman who's singing Lisa, she's like a huge Japanese singer. It's so like she's huge there. So okay. I don't want to give you any context because I don't want you to know anything, but just to fill in those little blanks for you. Okay. okay. Um. And
0: for all what you did listening, you tell me. The point is for us to come in, you know, cold. Yes. All right.
1: So I, I have w- zero context on mine. So yes, we'll get there. So
0: then. I am, while I am aware of Blackpink and BTS, I have not really listened to any of their songs outside of maybe a performance they've done on like the VMAs just for everyone's to show you where I am um, or Blackpink on Lady Gaga's Chromatica album. That's like the extent of my k popness um, so at first I would just like to say, and I started with just the order of the videos, and I know there wasn't a particular order, yeah. but the first one was um, Stray Kids Social Path. Yes. And um, <clears throat> now, because we are women of a certain age, uh, as you know, I grew up on, like you, boy bands. Like, I appreciate, n- not appreciate, like, I really appreciate good choreo the confidence the commitment the facial expressions um when it comes to females uh you know i grew up and still worship you know it's it's all about the pop diva there is there is something about a pop diva or a boy band that puts off an aura okay it is about the full package um i was very entranced by that social path video um, I also like EDM and I'm, I sensed a lot of like EDM
1: ish vibes. 100% why I picked that video for you. Okay. Because of EDM. And because of your love of a boy band. Yes. So is this and, Yeah.
0: Okay, good. I, I thought it might've been. So I appreciate, and I appreciate a good beat drop and knowing when to drop that beat and when to build it back up and dance moves and alpha changes that coordinate with that. I was very in to all of this and I love how each of them had their own like thing, like, um, it reminded me of, so NSYNC was just on hot ones, mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago and Chris Kirkpatrick, he was talking about the host asked, what is the difference between boy bands today versus, you know, boy bands of the early two thousands. And Chris brought up a really good point where he said, I'm not dissing any of the boy bands today, like One Direction or, you know, any of them. But when we were formed, it wasn't just bringing five singers together. It was bringing five very distinct parts to like a formula together. And that's what made it work. Like Chris knows he's the tenor. He's like, I'm the tenor. That's it. We got Lance on, you know, the, what's it called? Baritone? right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. Then you got JC and Justin, you know, leading the things and you got Joey there just to like be a good fricking vibe and fill in those dance moves. Like they all had a very specific role to play that made the band and the song so much better, which that's like, that's pop, you know, pop music it's formulated. Like it's, it, it all has to work. And I got that vibe from Stray Kids. I really appreciated that.
1: I'm so proud of you. So like, to interject like Mm -hmm. there's absolutely roles that they have like there's the rappers and that's what they do dude with really low voice them i'm gonna just call him dude with low voice if you're if you know you know it's no i looked him up
0: i looked Mm -hmm. him i looked him all up and he's he's one of the most popular because of his distinct voice yes um and then there were dancers
1: there are just dancers so they all can sing they can all like rap and do the thing but like they have like this is what their their focuses and like what they're really really good at but like hyungjin is a dancer and really like does stuff with his whole face but also really good rapper so like it it's more i feel like multifaceted than our heyday of like boy bands where like they never gave that one a solo part ever you know like Mm -hmm. i do appreciate that they all can hold their own but i yeah you're completely right they all have like their own little thing yeah Well,
0: and I think it makes it more impactful when one of those people doesn't have a solo that does, you know, it's like, Ooh, such and such had a solo in the song. And so Mm -hmm. it's just, again, it's that formula of pop, um, that is just, it's like amplified here, yes, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then I watched the other videos and honestly, like, I just, I felt the same across the board. I feel like there needs to be some sort of like zumba style fitness class because they all dance they have to, they're so muscular and rightfully so like mm-hmm. they are working their booties off and they they're like it's i and maybe this is me being ignorant i'm sorry kids because i don't understand like tiktok trends or like how they start i just you know i'm like it's just something that went viral but a lot of their moves are like the TikTok dance moves that people do for trends. And so I'm like, is that the reach? Yeah. This, and then, you know, the whole like, bye, bye, bye kind of thing with you shaking your leg and all that stuff. Like I just, their, um, their impact, you know, especially now with social platforms like TikTok, Mm -hmm. like not only were they already popular and they have this reach just meaning all of K-pop. But it's just, like, the virality of it all is – it's just on a whole other level that I can't wrap my head around. Like, mm. before it was just, like, oh, Britney Spears or these boy bands would go on a Disney concert or <laughs> perform at a mall. And it's, like, now it's its just so much more amplified. It's yeah. honestly fascinating.
1: It is super interesting, especially, like, being our age and watching, like, the boy band crazy Mm -hmm. and going through all that to see like how different it is and how even just much more available they seem because of social media like they're they have their own like communication app with fans like weverse and bubble but then they're also on like tiktok and they're on instagram now and like there's all these like very particular rules about like what k-pop idols can and can't do but it seems like more recently, those are getting a little broken, like blurred a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is. It's super cool. And I'm glad you liked it. Did you have a favorite? So I'm going to teach you a term. So if you have a favorite person in a group, it is okay. bias. My bias? Yes. So in a group, if you're like, oh, this person is my favorite person in the group, it's the term is bias. So you would say like Felix is my bias.
0: Um, I don't know his name. But in Stray Kids, yes, I Googled him and he's and I liked him because he seemed just a little more um, seasoned. And I think he's the oldest of the group. He's like 26. But I do not remember his name.
1: Was his name Bang Chen? I think so. Ken? yes, and he was the one with his arms out in S class. And he's wearing like a little vest. That one. Yes,
0: he has got like I think he has red hair in that one or no. I don't know. But then I, because then I got down a rabbit hole. They mm-hmm. performed at the VMAs this year, yes. which that performance, I didn't know if that broke the the rule of what to watch, but I ended up watching it because I could not turn my eyes away. That was the most He's insane so life performance I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He was the one with the longer hair. Oh,
1: that's Hyunjin. With the ponytail? Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's what I thought I think- you would like. So I was pri- surprised you said Chan, because Chan's great. He's the leader. He's the oldest. Okay. But Hyunjin, who had like the, the he's shape, that older too? They're all like pretty close in age, I okay think, like 23, 24. Well,
0: I liked um, that guy. He seemed maybe he just seemed older because you know it was like a live a performance, one. yeah, and the vibe he's it's great. the confidence. um yes. so yeah, yeah that's I, I I was like, oh, you're capturing my eye. you you got you got it going on.
1: you got me. You so yeah. so then you can say your bias in stray kids is Hyunjin.
0: My Look bias in Stray Kids is Young Jungjen.
1: You're already there.
0: Oh my You're already one of
1: us. <gasps> one of us. One of us. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Okay, so did you watch? Okay. Absolutely no judgment if you can't pick out a person in 17 because there okay. are literally 13 of them. And see that's Super where I was getting really confused. Fast. Yes. yes. Super is really fast and they have background dancers. So that was like for me that was like a harder one cuz I came into like listening to k-pop and like really like watching the videos in the spring so like Mm -hmm. listening to like bts we were listening to as a household listening to blackpink for a while before it was like oh the dancing in these other groups of videos is ridiculous and we're Mm -hmm. gonna just watch them like crazy so that's kind of when we started and that's when it came out and i remember when we first watched it because of like how quickly the camera cuts it's really hard to like pick out a person so do not feel like you had to do that with that one but did you like overall the video
0: i did like overall the video but i think i was so enthralled with stray kids because then that's when i got down like my my youtube rabbit hole that i'm just i i i focused more on them
1: and the super video is not like the same as all of the other stuff so they're much more um they're called like the theater kids of of k-pop because okay rather than just like that image of k-pop of like being like idols and like perfect and awesome and glamorous which they are they're also like always trying to make their fans laugh like they go full goofy all the time and like they would rather make people laugh than Mm -hmm. anything else. So that's why, like, they're super fun. They have um a weekly show that they put out called Going 17, where they just do ridiculous crap on YouTube. And it's so popular because it's really, really well done. Mm-hmm. They're so funny. They're always, like, these, because there's 13 of them. So there's always, like, really crazy dynamics. And they all really, really care about each other. You can see that in the show. So that's fun to watch. But though I feel like that would have to be its own assignment for you to, like, actually, like, really get into 17 And, like, because there's so many of them and they have, like, different units within the group, I just thought it would be a fun video because it's, like, so flashy and dancey and, like – It is fun. Choreography and – Yeah. that you'd like that. Like, there's this one part where, like, they pull the guys out from other people's, like, legs underneath Uh them. And I I rewatched that, like, a million times because I was like, that is just so freaking cool. Just – the camera's not even focused on it. It's just also happening. Right. You know? So it's just the details. I love the details. I'm a sucker for them. You are a sucker for details. Do You love yourself a good detail. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm so proud of you. You got you got all K-pop-y. Thanks. You? you got yourself a bias and everything. I yeah. got a bias. I know. Look at me. I feel like I should also send you some of, like, the BTS videos. Because there's one. It's called Mic Drop. Because it's not, like, the... BTS stuff that I really like isn't the stuff that was really on the radio. Like once I started okay. kind of digging into their discography and like all their old songs, um, it's called "Mic Drop" and there's like a Steve Aoki remix of it. Ooh, so freaking good! Okay, and I was I was gonna send that to you, but I thought we would just do like these other groups first because BTS is like its own thing and right. like absolutely amazing. But oh my god, the dancing, the rapping the beat I was like this is gonna overtake everything else I send you so I was like kind of (laughs) holding on to it so we'll work up to that well I did see um
0: the one member that just did the song with Jack Harlow yes I like that song
1: okay that's called 3D yeah
0: yes I like that song
1: yeah and they all have like their little solo things going on because of the mandatory military service that Korea has. So some of them are currently serving, and then the rest of them will be serving. And then, well, the ones that aren't serving are serving, <laughs> serving, <laughs> and so. Yeah. But okay. they will eventually have to go serve, and then they'll all be back in twenty twenty five. Is the plan? So. So you're like learning all the time. things. So I have I have time. Okay, you have time to become full blown army with me. Okay. And then we can try to get tickets to something. I'm not. Successful in that, I don't get tickets. If you think I'm a girl who's like ever off a wait list, you would be incorrect. I live on a wait list. Yeah. I,
0: I'm. it's, and I feel like it's worse than ever right now mm-hmm. with that. So, but we, we could make it work.
1: We could yeah. make it work. I am going to see the Taylor Swift movie though, since I can never get tickets to the well, there you go. concert. So, right. We're going to go see that. Oh, yeah, Fun, fun times.
0: Okay. Okay. So, For your assignment, for those that were not here last week, um, back to the Venn diagram in the spaces that do not cross over. Well, now we can put, we can start moving K-pop to the middle. I have a feeling we will not be doing that with this next topic, but that is okay. (laughs) Um, so I assigned Meg who has never, ever, ever watched a Real Housewife franchise. I assigned her, um, some scenes and I thought we would start with recent because like um, so if you're just now entering the Bravo verse it's good to get caught up in my opinion start with something a little relevant and then we'll work you into legacy seasons you know nine through eleven of Real Housewives of New York those early seasons of um, Jersey and Orange County Um, And some of them, you know, with Housewives, it's like New Jersey. I would never recommend someone just jumping in right now because there's so much history there because some of these casts are curated. Some of these casts, like the original casts, they all know each other. And some of them have known each other since they were like kids, like New Jersey. So there's a, and New Jersey has a lot of like outside things going on, like legally. And I know you're aware of who Teresa Judice is and how Mm -hmm. she went to jail and all that. But so there's a lot. So I wanted to introduce you to a franchise that um, it does have a curated cast, but these uh, women all knew each other before they went in. Um, some more intimately than others. And um, I think Salt Lake City is, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, because you're going to, wait, sorry, you are gonna ask,
1: You were going to ask. I saw, like, when I was watching the clips, I was like, where the heck are these ladies? And then I saw the hashtag and, like, I could not figure it out. I was like,
0: Well, I should have, I should have let you know. So on housewives, um, they always do a cast trip sometimes more than one. So they're all from Salt Lake city and they did a cast trip to Palm Springs to the Trixie motel, drag queen, um, Trixie. She has a motel, like a really cool Palm Springs motel that she opened up and she was actually on the episode I don't know if she I think she was in one of the clips maybe I sent over Um, so that's why you were probably like Salt Lake City why are they in Palm Springs Um, because they cast trips (laughs) because then when you get all the girls together that's when the drama happens so they seclude them from their families from their home and they put them in these situations that's going to draw drama so the scenes that I had um, Meg watch were uh part of that palm springs trip so this is like three episodes ago so maybe within like the last month and um meredith marks is one of the cast members and um she hosts this trip and it's them arriving the building of this drama and then the dinner which we we will discuss so why don't you walk me through
1: i have notes oh i know i knew you would um i'm so, so excited my- my first question mm-hmm. was, yes, like, where are they? Because I remember you saying Salt Lake. And then I was like, maybe I got that completely wrong. So I was trying to figure it out something else. So that was my first question. Okay. Also, what does it mean to host a trip? Because like, did she pay for it, Meredith? Um, she No. Organized it?
0: She organized it. But I mean, it's to the point now where like Bravo will, you know, fly these women out and do all yeah. of this. But usually there's a hostess of the trip. Um, so they coordinate the different activities. I'm sure now they probably like work with a producer that suggests some things, but like back in the day, it was like, Hey, we're going to, um, my summer home and here's what we're going to do there. Or we're going to go to Paris and I, or I really want us to do these things. Um, we're going to do that, but yeah, so she, she basically, it was her trip. So she was the hostess invited people to come and as you saw someone
1: else showed up (laughs) Angie. (laughs) which i thought at first yeah i thought they all hated her but then like they're super defending her so i was like i feel like you're all just messy and wanted to be dramatic but i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. i didn't hate it i was intrigued i wanted to know more (laughs) i also want to know like how long does it take them to get ready? Do they have a glam squad, or do these women do all of this to themselves daily?
0: Usually, there's glam. So in that okay. episode, um, the clips you did not see, Lisa's very upset because she does not have her glam squad.
1: Oh my gosh! Wait, which one's Lisa? Was it the one with the dark hair and the giant boobs? And I don't mean that to be sarcastic. That didn't say her name when she was talking.
0: And she she was sitting. Um, she Next had like. She was taught the one talking to Meredith outside, okay of the restaurant. so
1: that's a different one, yeah, and I oh, don't think Monica that the- yeah, she she had like a in like the she, interview
0: cut, she's the one that and I quote, fucked her brother-in-law for eighteen months,
1: yeah, that was a <laughs> reveal. my goodness, they shouldn't drink. That was my other observation. No,
0: they absolutely should. That's the goal,
1: okay, because <laughs> it was very like Jersey Shore, like how nothing really happened until they they got drunk and then uh-huh. that was when the story existed okay so everyone clearly seems to hate that angie's there but then as like i watched more clips it was like okay maybe they don't actually hate angie i think that they hate how she showed up and didn't tell meredith um my favorite person is mary because <laughs> i too was like who's angie <laughs> I was confused, and then she just didn't care, and she just seemed like she shouldn't be there. Like I feel like she's better than these women in a way, and shouldn't exist in their realm.
0: Um, can I interject? Yes, I think this is fantastic. Um, so Mary, uh, Mary, she was not. She was a part of this is season three. She was a part of season one, and then not a part of season two. But she's such good television that Bravo got her to come back. Now, Mary. Um, she definitely thinks she is better than everyone. Um, she is married to her step grandfather. No, and they <laughs> they run a church. Okay, maybe she does deserve to be at that table. No, but hold on. So, um, I she definitely deserves to be there. Um, but I think what makes her such a great when we say oh they are a great housewife, that is not necessarily saying they are a great person. And okay. ra- very rarely is that ever saying that. If they're a great housewife, it means, you know, you fucked your brother-in-law for 18 months. You married your step-grandfather and you're good television.
1: Wild. Just wild.
0: So that's, um, yeah, she,
1: she's something. She's got some one-liners. Who is Angie? It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and like, it wasn't made a comment. Like she shouldn't, she shouldn't drink. <laughs> like, I was like. <laughs> I love that you're here. I feel like mm-hmm. she's she's representing things I would say. Yeah. Um so yes, I loved I loved Mary. Meredith and Mary seem to be friends. Is that true? Like they seem kind of close. Sort of. But then I was surprised because it even said like Meredith Meredith's friend, Mary. So but, like, because Mary did not stick up for her at all.
0: Yeah. So, okay, that's another thing. Glad you I knew you would call all these things out. So when they say friend of, mm-hmm. that just means they're not a cast member.
1: Okay. So she's not like in a, a full-time cast member. No. Because I was waiting for her to like do something and she's just like, glug, glug, glug. I'm uh-huh. here to give side eyes. Yeah. That's great. Um, Angie, I love that. She was like, at the end of this dinner, was like, I didn't want to cause any drama, but opened the dinner with, my word of the day in Greek, because I'm better than you, is fake. And I was like, what? I had to go back and rewatch that. Because at the end, she's like, I'm just a victim at this dinner. I just wanted to make friends. But then, like, started with fake. Uh Meredith seemed like she was ready to just have a chill dinner and forget that she was there pop
0: pills and just be fine
1: yes um she definitely meredith has like one of those moira rose of Shits <laughs> creek accents i was like where do you hail from meredith because what what is your accent <laughs> it was very like where's the bebe?" you know like oh then the cheese that was meredith uh-huh but then she does this crazy ass thing with her eyes like goes like full mom mode and she's like leave <laughs> i was like damn meredith does she have children she has one his name's is okay <laughs> but- <laughs> oh no she has two
0: i think they're okay um what did you think about the nastiness and the rumors um and i wanted to slurring her words more.
1: like i wanted to know why they hated each other because clearly like angie did something so i was keeping a tally of if i was team meredith or team angie based on the things they said this is incredible i ended up coming out team meredith but it was actually a lot closer than i thought it was when i rewatched it again (laughs) because i was like okay it seems like meredith is a bit of a backstabber because then they showed all Mm -hmm. these clips of her talking smack about everyone
0: oh the bravo editors they don't mess around yeah they uh uh-huh
1: So I was like, well, maybe Meredith deserves it, but I still gave a point to Meredith because I feel like if it was quote unquote her trip, but I'm sure that like the producers were like, we're making Angie go. Right. I feel like she should have been like, Hey, I'm coming too, just as a courtesy, you know, Mm -hmm. but yes, I ended up being team Meredith in the end. She got the most tallies. Because it did really seem like she was trying to hold her composure, despite being drunk as shit at that dinner, Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And she was even like, just leave. Just freaking leave. Like, she just wanted to drink her martinis. Maybe she had too many already, but she wanted another Mm -hmm. espresso martini or whatever she was drinking. So she tried. At least she had, like, the effort of chill and even was, like, trying to get that waiter. Oh, my God, that poor waiter. He's like, what? Like, yeah okay i'm the hostess of this dinner Detroit, eh? <laughs> i was like well that poor guy he's probably like i have to quit i can't work here <laughs> but yeah i ended up being team meredith because at least okay. she tried right to do things like together uh-huh. whereas angie clearly just went there to be the grenade despite like you know this whole cute plan of like mm-hmm. go to this hotel and like they had to know it was gonna get messy right because based on those clips, nothing is ever nice. You don't seem to have nice anything. no, um, there are some side characters I'd like to discuss, okay. okay. The one with the be- bejeweled hat who was clearly tanked and she was sitting at the end. She was kind Heather. of like the first like commentator in like the side interviews, the Heather. One. uh-huh. Who-
0: Heather, who was drinking like several espresso martinis,
1: Yes, yes, yeah. icon. I love her. Uh huh. She seems like she's only there because she likes the drama and likes to comment on it, but didn't seem to be in this drama.
0: She was not in this drama. So she is on a path to redemption this season. Last season, she had a mysterious black eye, which we think it was from Jen Shaw. And I don't know if you saw Jen Shaw on the news, but Jen Shaw was a cast member that um, was arrested by uh, the federal government for stealing money from people like telephone scanners and she's nice. now in prison for six years
1: so these aren't like actual like normal people these are like weird socialite
0: ladies and they're all from most of them are Mormons. so heather left the mormon church so okay. she has a bit of an interesting background i think psychologically there's a lot going on there because she was Literally. in that world mm-hmm. now is no longer in it and her cousin is Whitney the like Barbie blonde
1: okay that's she's her cousin very much more normal too like not as because it was like clips of her the flash uh-huh. it wasn't, she wasn't really in this fight as much
0: no she's not in this fight but there are some fight where it's like like how she just showed up early with Angie K. like bitch you know what you were doing okay yes
1: yes mm-hmm. to that. yeah um yes and meredith i don't think i like her but i'm definitely intrigued because she seems like she's one of those people who causes mass amounts of drama but then is like why is this happening to me oh you know so she do you know like about the husband talk about I her know. husband seems like she'd be fun to watch an interesting watch but oh my gosh they're so messy All of them. Uh It's like your messiest girlfriend when you go out times like a million. Uh And then like with lots of like extensions and stuff. Yes. Like I respect the glam. Mm -hmm. But to get all dressed up just to throw nonsense at someone. I know that's like part of the show. But like, oh my God. It's the
0: heart of the show.
1: If I got that (laughs) dressed up and my friends like ruined the dinner, they wouldn't see me for like a year. Like, (laughs) no, I'm never going anywhere with you people again. I wasted all of that time. Doing makeup? I don't ever do makeup. Like, absolutely not. Like, I would have found Trixie, hung out Uh with Trixie, because absolutely seemed like a way better time than most of these women, except for Mary (laughs) and maybe Heather. I would, I would maybe just like kind of want to be near what is happening with them, Uh just for funsies. Yeah, but Meredith scares me. She seems like she would be on that show, like when women snap and kill their husbands like the eyes she gave she's like leave
0: you can leave it was yes. it was like um you shall not pass like it yes. was like it was gandalf talking to Belloc. like she was like,
1: like i'm actually serious out. yeah get the mm-hmm. up. but like what did angie do to her like what we don't I-
0: really know like i need to know more and admittedly i did not watch most of season two because there was the whole like it wasn't a great season okay so i'm jumping in with you know very limited knowledge about angie k other than the flashbacks that bravo showed us um
1: yeah of her yeah overall i would absolutely watch more of this (gasps) yes i was just so like yes i want to know how you got here i want to know everything why are you like this Mm -hmm. please Mm -hmm. tell me can mm-hmm. we talk about your parents? I feel like they probably played a role in this current version mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Like it, I it just made me like want to know. Okay, I'm very cu- very curious about these women mm-hmm. who they're married to. I'm mm-hmm. not shocked about the legality issues that you're mentioning. I feel like mm-hmm. people in that like social light ish adjacent yep. to fame but not quite there always have like a little bit of sketch to them. Those so that yeah.
0: Which is like, why do you go on these shows? Why are you putting more of a spotlight on yourself? Right.
1: That's what I'm um, thinking. Like, I know. They always do it. Lay right? low. Lay low if you're going to be a little slime bag, you know? Mm-hmm. Take your bibs and go home. <laughs> go home. <Rude>. Leave. The- <laughs> Leave now. Harass.
0: No. Someone on Watch What Happens Live, you know, Andy's show about it all. He said, um, one of their guests was like, no one does a better Meredith Marks impression than Meredith Marks.
1: Like, <laughs> what are these? So af- there's like a, an after show <laughs> where they talk about it. You've never. Oh, I'm so
0: excited for you. After each week, watch what happens live. Andy Cohen has two guests. I
1: know what Andy Cohen is.
0: Yeah. Andy has, um, usually it's either like Bravo fans of the Bravo universe I mean like he's had like Mariah Carey on there, okay? Like there are lots um, of folks or a cast member from whatever episode aired that night they discuss. Yes. So here's what I'm thinking. Um now I had another assignment for you, but because you enjoyed this, I'd like to assign you another franchise, a classic scene because you, you've gotten one dinner scene. So they a lot of people are calling this, this dinner on par with the infamous Amsterdam dinner, dinner of Real okay. Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I think nothing will top the Amsterdam dinner. But now that this is fresh in your head, I would like for you to watch the Amsterdam dinner.
1: Is this different ladies? Like it's a different cast? This is
0: Beverly Hills. Okay. And this was like several years ago. It's um, Kyle... Um, Richards, Kathy Hilton's sister, their other okay. sister, Kim Richards, Lisa Renna. Oh, yeah, um, people mm-hmm. yeah, you'll you'll recognize actually probably all of them.
1: She was um, great. Days for Very dramatic. Yes. Love her. And her
0: there's another soap actress there. It's it's good. It's good. Um, so it's good for that too. Um, I think I think you're ready. Okay. This, I I'm I'm fun. I'm proud if of I you can. and welcome. And then um if you don't have an assignment for me yet think on it okay and then i can put the assignment we'll put the assignment in like the post or something you guys so you can see and we'll remind you of course next week
1: yes i think i'm i'm gonna keep it in the in the k-pop lane for now i think we should do a couple Uh uh-huh keep me in the the housewives and i'll because it's not just music videos they have variety shows
0: i know that's that's why we yeah we're working our way in um (laughs) This is good. It's like we're going to school.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like is school. getting more circular mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every day. But yeah, I'm excited. And I'm going to ask um, on Twitter or X, whatever <laughs> nonsense, um, if anyone has any other suggestions okay. of like good intro to groups. And like, there's also like, I almost sent it to you first. There's some rock bands that I freaking love. Okay. And the vocals are ridiculous, and I'd be yeah. interested
0: in rock bands. I'm, I I'm interested. Okay.
1: I know you, and like I know when I heard them, and I was thinking about you, and like what I would send you, that you would really, really like them. But I was going more for like riding that NSYNC reunion y high mm-hmm. of like let's start with boy bands.
0: No, it's good. No, I think that's good. So we'll okay. So the assignments will continue in K-pop and Bravo World fans. Yes. We will um we'll keep you posted, and then I think we're doing. I mean, what do you think? Friday episode posting? Like, Absolutely. well, new episode every Friday so that way you guys can kick off your weekend with our nonsense.
1: <laughs> Join <laughs> us on this crazy train. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully people are going to go check out some crazy housewives nonsense because of this because I've literally never watched it. It was so interesting. I told you. I was so intrigued. I told you. The drama. Uh-huh. The outfits. Uh-huh. I just want to know and I want to know how they're they're all together. Mary. I loved her. She's like, who is Angie? Angie? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> she was so great. Meredith Randu New gave Zero Fs about Meredith in any way. <laughs> she was just like, woo. Next to be her.
0: I love it so much. It.
1: Oh, yeah. my
0: gosh. I loved
1: my assignment. I want more.
0: Same. Love my assignment. I want more. I have a bias now. Yes, you do. Um, so. <laughs> young Jin. Young Jin. My bias <laughs> is Young Jin. Could, can the biases you, change? Can I can I go yes. back on my bias?
1: <gasps> you can. There's yeah. this thing called a bias wrecker, and that's, like, someone who you're, like, oh, I'm also intrigued by you. Okay. I don't really have, like, a set bias in any of them because, like, the more you learn about them, the more you're, like, I love all of you and how you fit together, you know? Mm-hmm. But you'll get there, too. But I definitely okay. love Young Jin. He dances with, like, his whole soul. For, like, his face. Everything is part of the dance, which yes. is great. I really That's like what drew me Lino. in. Lino and Han. Han writes a lot of their songs. Okay. And a lot of solo songs. We're going to have a whole episode on Han's solo songs because, you know, and you are also a writer. I'm such a sucker for lyrics. And you have to read, obviously, the, the translation of a lot of them. But mm-hmm. so freaking good. I love it. Like, he'll watch, like, an anime and write these, like, soul-crushing songs about love. That you're like, what? And then he does an interview. He's like, well, yeah, I watched this movie. Like, what? That's what this is based on. But I love that. I love that Mm -hmm. he does that. So Super cool.
0: There's some people that are just that creative that can take something and like, not that they don't need a muse, but like they, I just, I envy creatives that can tap into that part of themselves like so easily. And I think it's because they're so comfortable with themselves and like, Mm -hmm how they express themselves like it's very hard to be vulnerable like that and people that can have learned to do that and like accept that part of their self it's i mean it's really like um it's something i admire and i think that's why i really enjoyed um straight i was like straight cats no straight one of the straight kids (laughs) Um, (laughs) well, we were almost watching, Yeah, we were talking about stray animals the other day. It's not, not a dig stray kids. Um, so talking about stray animals, that makes me sound like I'm no, there was a movie stray Mm -hmm. something, the new Will Ferrell adult. Yes. That's what we're talking about. So anyways, I think that's why I enjoyed Stray because they just like, the performances are so intense and you have to be like, going a million miles per hour and like all mm-hmm. in, in order to do something like that. And so, yeah, I just, I get that. I think it's great. Anyways, I digress more next week, um, more next week. More next week. Yeah. Thank you all for, for listening and <laughs> yeah. Fridays, right.
1: New episode Fridays. Absolutely. Sure. We will take you into the weekend with our wonderful nonsense and hope you join us on this crazy ride. Woo-hoo! Thanks for listening. We love you so much. Bye.